Good morning, everyone. A very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session uh, for Thursday, the 18th of May, which is our opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can as we go into the European Open in about uh, 25 minutes. Um, and of course, trade the US Open later on this afternoon as well. So this is where we can do our analysis uh, and put together our trade plan and then look to execute that trade plan uh, as best we possibly can. So let's get straight into it then. We'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Uh, your ability to be to plan and prepare, we find is really important, even more so uh, during these current market conditions. So um, please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. And just as a quick introduction, um, all popular with traders, whatever your trading strategy happens to be, you need to make some decisions regarding, you know, which markets are you trading and, and more importantly, kind of why are you trading those specific markets. Um, then entries and exits are important features of, of any strategies. Um, there's, um, there's a lot of education attached to each of these subject matters. Risk management, hopefully you're... Um, you're predetermining what your risk is in the trade and that you're comfortable with that level of risk in each trade because a lot of traders um, uh, can very quickly get themselves into trouble when they're not that comfortable with the size of the trade uh, and the reasons for taking that trade in the first place. Um, trade management as well when you're in a um, when you're in a profitable trade, you know what decisions do you make again on a consistent basis and trade psychology. Uh, these markets are kind of living, breathing organisms that kind of have their own psychology, as well as you or I having our own sort of um, difficulties looking to uh, the psychology of trading from an individual perspective is, is just as important as that of the market's perspective. So that all of these things are worth um, you know, giving some thought to, and uh, we do address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms. And... We are strong advocates of being consistent in decision-making across all of these different areas. Um, accurate with the levels we use. There's a reason for us to get in and out of trades. Um, and we want to make sure that we we continue to have those reasons, to develop those reasons, even though these markets are still a little bit, um, well, they're, they're very erratic, really, at the minute. So that will settle down. We will start seeing some momentum and follow-through. Um, just not yet, really. That's kind of where we're at. Uh, discipline with our capital. This is not a market condition for you to go um, to start attacking really aggressively, we don't think. Uh, not in our opinion. Um, so with the choppiness of these kind of markets, we're actually taking steps to um, to reduce down trade size and reduce down trade frequency as, as a as a measure to counteract um, current market conditions. And then uh, patience as well. You know, really, we're not interested in getting into, you know, quite a large portfolio of trades at the minute. Uh, the market conditions are not conducive for that. Um, we'll show you the, the some of the moves which occurred yesterday um, so we can take note of, you know, exactly what's happening. So let's start with a review of potential market moving news then. Uh, okay, so we're down now to Thursday, the 18th of, um, of May, of course. So overnight, we were talking yesterday uh, during our live trade rooms about this, um, the unemployment situation. And 
I suppose as far as a, a news event is concerned, it's not great for the Aussie dollar. Um, and we've seen unemployment rise begin to tick higher and the unemployment change coming much, much lower than expected. So is this the beginning of the RBA, you know, waiting and seeing kind of what happens with, um, with inflation? Um, they're now seeing the impact feed through uh, the jobs market, even though it's kind of a fractional um, loosening of, of employment conditions. So we'll have a look at the Aussie dollar. You'll see that the, the Aussie dollar sold off off the back of this event um, and probably likely to continue to sell off as well. Very important to notice this morning that we've got a bank holiday in Switzerland, France and Germany. So you've got a large, sorry, a large sway of European markets um, not at their desk. So in terms of volatility um, and volume, it's going to be much, much lower. Uh, and the problem with that is you're kind of you're you're more like a lamb to the slaughter in terms of uh, market manipulation. Uh, price stop loss chasing um, and price manipulation as well. So uh, just be mindful of, of that kind of backdrop. Uh, if you're seeing kind of erratic market conditions that don't really make sense, like we saw most of yesterday, then, um, you know, just be mindful there is uh, the normal volumes in these markets uh, are not really there at the minute. So what else do we have today? Uh, we have um, unemployment claims out of the US, you know, anything up around that sort of 250, even beyond 260, 270 would be uh, a slight sort of loosening of the employment situation in the US, which the Fed want to bring about. So um, complicated kind of backdrop to these markets at the minute, it must be said. and. Uh, We'll be hearing from the governor of the Bank of Canada later on this afternoon. And tomorrow, uh, a news event not to be forgotten, really. You might see an awful lot of volatility around 4 p.m. tomorrow evening. Um, we have Jerome Powell due to speak and participate in a panel discussion titled Perspectives on Monetary Policy at the Thomas uh, Lobach Research, Research Conference in Washington. So it's the fact that this is a, a, a Q&A kind of driven chat and discussion um, we could probably we've seen some very significant volatility previously um, at events like this so not to be forgotten okay so um, so let's have a look at these charts so we mentioned yesterday um, that uh, and I suppose it's just worth just taking a quick look at that we had a little bit of an upside move across the US indices yesterday. Really kind of blowing the previous two weeks uh, price action really out of the water to quite uh, a very significant extent. Um, retracing the previous day's move in the Dow Jones, as you can see currently up on screen. And the, um, we've seen a very significant extension to the upside, which is the trade that keeps on giving, uh, irrespective of kind of what's going on in the NASDAQ. 
Now, it's the reason for that trade, which is quite interesting. Um, it's really a good news trade. And we've had a, a stellar performance, really, uh, in, in the Nikkei. Um, started last Friday and has just continued to skyrocket. Um, so we're now up at these higher levels. So it is an important level of potential resistance up here. So it's worth keeping an eye out for that. Um, I could easily kind of break through that, that range. And then Bitcoin is yesterday experienced a little bounce. We're not out of the woods yet. Um, a lot, from our understanding, the reason for this um, bullish move is um, some positive news coming out of the US regarding the debt ceiling uh, talks. Um, and really, in our opinion, again, that particular news item, uh, sorry, thank you. Um, that news item in itself is, um, is a bit of a, a nonsense, unfortunately, uh, because, you know, both sides have, have come out over the last couple of weeks and said, this is the Democrats versus the uh, Republicans, um, come out and said, you know, there's no chance of a default. Well, yesterday's reaction was really quite positive that they will make a deal prior to, uh, to, to June the 1st. So really, this market is getting really excited on actually very, very little. There's no debt ceiling agreement. It's the, it's the, the narrative around it, which is mildly positive. But this is what makes some of these moves difficult to kind of grapple with. So if it was a genuine risk on, we would broadly see um, the the dollar begin to, to weaken quite considerably. And yet it strengthened considerably against the euro and is strengthening now again. Uh, gold as well. Uh, if I just show you gold, you know, we're seeing gold sell off quite considerably. So we're seeing this little upside down move. Okay, we've got a little bit of indecision uh, across the, the pound. It's looking a bit more bearish now as things currently stand. Same with the Aussie dollar. US oil, uh, sorry, uh, the dollar yen had a, a very significant rally to the upside yesterday. So we're talking about a risk on trade with a strength with broadly a strengthening dollar and a weakening gold market. So the question is, um, we had a little bit of capital come out of the yen. So the yen was one of the weakest currencies out there yesterday. Um, So the reasons for yesterday's move in the indices are suspect at absolute best, certainly in our opinion. And, uh, and all it really does is further compound and confound this, uh, this kind of strange market condition at the minute. So you could argue if we get a break above um, yesterday's high, 
we'd be certainly pushing up to these levels and, and that would certainly be, be true. Um, worth keeping an eye out for because I wonder if we will get above that level or will we just start to reverse from a slightly higher position. So S&P, just a reversal of the previous day's move. So we are at, a, at an important uh, phase for this market. So we've had a, a pretty, pretty significant rally um, since the banking crisis uh, in the tech stocks. And that's, um, that's the regulators, the FDIC, uh, the, the government, the US government, federal government, and uh, the, the central bank all put in together a bit of a rescue um, bit of a rescue package uh, for those banks that found themselves in significant difficulty, which have been sort of purchased now by other major Wall Street banks at very, very low, low cost. We've had a merger in Europe as well between uh, Credit Suisse and um, uh, the other major Swiss lender whose name has gone from my head right now, but um, it'll come back to me. Uh, so we've had massive bailouts uh, across these, uh, these this banking sector. Um, it's just a buy trade. Just okay. It's 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 still a little bit messy on the technical side, but it is um, a clear cut sort of buying opportunity. It's just there's, there's kind of valid reasons to be a little bit uncomfortable um, with jumping into uh, the NASDAQ, which is heavily weighted uh, with just a, a, a relatively small number of, um, of large cap tech companies really driving that price. Much of the, uh, the rest of, of the NASDAQ, the weighting in the NASDAQ, is not necessarily performing that well. It's that market resilience again that we, we continue to talk about. So we, we've mentioned many times we're a lot more comfortable selling these markets than we are buying them. But um, you look at the S&P 500, it's, uh, we're not getting anywhere that quickly. Our, our bias would be to the downside from here. That's what we would like to trade, but we can certainly get some short-term upside in the interim. Um, before at some point this year we'll start seeing prices rolling over to the downside that would be our our base case really on that um, so we're still in oil um, we've had a, a nice little breakout to the upside yesterday and um, we're now up at these kind of higher levels with a with our take profit up here at the 73, 75, so maybe we'll get that little move at some point today. So quite a difficult market to really get to grips with fully. Um, I don't really want to confuse things anymore to any great extent, but um, the bond markets are suggesting a bit of downside pressure um, due for the equity markets. 
so it's an inverted view so we've had a, a bit of a strong move to the upside which we would expect a bit of equity selling um, and we're actually seeing some equity buying so unfortunately there's just quite a few little areas to this um, to this market which is uh, not really stacking up that nicely for us so the question is what is our um, our trade plan I think there is an argument to support some short-term dollar strength still in these markets um, we booked in profit yesterday on the euro dollar uh, we took a small loss in the pound dollar and we took a small loss in the Aussie dollar just purely because these were these were sell trades so you can see the 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 hesitation yesterday the, the the pullback and unfortunately we just made marginal new highs on a daily candlestick so you know a little bit more unfortunate than anything else but nonetheless this is why we use stop losses is because if prices get above certain levels we no longer want to be in those trades so we're okay but occasionally we need to get into a trade you know maybe two or even on rare occasions three times before we'll we'll we kind of make profit make money on it and this looks like one of those situations so i think we can still look for some dollar strength today no reason why not um see if there's anything anywhere else oh, this is horrible for the for the euro pound you're just up and down and up and down a strong move yesterday in the euro yen uh with a very weak euro against the dollar so again upside down price action don't think that that these moves are kind of clear cut for us they're really not they're, they're we're, we're getting mixed signals across the board um this was uh this more downside potential below today's daily low the 1974 let's have a look at that level uh, 1974 so we keep edging lower in gold uh, oil we uh, we're still in this trade to the upside so we'll, we'll look at sort of managing this trade uh over the course of the trading day today but short term a little bit more upside expected in in us oil um we would love to start selling these markets from these highs actually so can we look for that risk off trade um and really it'd just be looking for that rollover off the highs just purely because yesterday's bullish move is it's kind of hard to justify um so let's do our trade plan then and we'll leave you guys we'll switch we'll switch over to our live trade room now in just a second um but again we we do have mixed conditions for these markets there's there's both reasons to buy and sell which doesn't really help us an awful lot and then like in markets like the pound dollar and the aussie dollar you're just getting extreme price action really um, so it's quite erratic and it's quite choppy and there, there were two false breakouts yesterday so potentially decent trades <clears throat> which we would still probably look to get into again but you know broadly speaking just just pretty choppy stuff at the minute
So uh, the fact that we have a positive risk reward kind of helps because we, we, we gain. So we look for two times our risk when we trade broadly speaking, especially at the minute. Um, so when we have a winner, we'll, 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 we'll double our risk. And uh, when we take a, a loss, we've, we've got kind of got a relative much smaller monetary exposure in these markets at this time. So US oil. Um, right, let's remove US oil. We're still in that trade. So we're going to manage that hopefully to a successful outcome. We've got a new low 74. Um, really, we can look for further potential dollar strength. We're, we're going to continue to manage our oil trade to the upside. And let's see if if we get any Let's see if, if these US indices, uh, you know, do fall into line with this kind of risk off view that we have of these markets right now. Um, yeah, we can't even call it a risk off market condition, really, unfortunately. So just take note. So as far as a backdrop summary concerned, we're looking at mixed and choppy market conditions. Uh, we've got uh, a gold sell below, uh, we can sell gold below the 1974, I think that was the level. Yeah. Um, and what we're going to look for uh, is potential, further potential dollar strength, i.e. the euro dollar to the downside, pound dollar to the downside, maybe even the Aussie again, the dollar yen to the upside, you know, one of those trades. Um, and potential US weak indice weakness. So we've seen a bit of a move to the upside yesterday. Um, we don't necessarily think there is huge cause for, for a move of that size. So will it just start to unwind now that we're in this long term consolidation side? And let's please note that trade frequency and trade size is lower than normal just due to these uh, quite mixed choppy market conditions. Um, it's take your pick regarding narrative. Um, you know, we keep flip-flopping from from one to the other. Um, uh, yesterday's move was a little bit more sort of debt ceiling related. So um, I suppose positive economic data could be focused on. You know, it's a good news event, even though nothing has been agreed and nothing has been, we've not really progressed to any great extent beyond the rhetoric, perhaps. Um, so a lot more potential trouble in the pipeline really there as far as that's concerned. Don't be surprised if in a week or two's time, you know, these markets are, are tanking because of this same, um, same issue reoccurring. So uh, narratives, major market narratives are a little bit more difficult to, uh, to work out. All right, and guys, on that note, look, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, I'll post the chat box, uh, sorry, the, today's trade plan into the chat box for you so you can take that away now those of you attending live okay so there's our our um our trade plan guys and just to let you know we trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m for the european trading session and again at 12 45 p.m for the u.s 
trading session. And these are all UK times. These are just prior to the market opens. Uh, and uh, for more information, just go to livetrading.com. And of course, any questions, don't hesitate to, uh, to contact us and let us know. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.